0: Welcome or welcome back to If Women Could Talk
1: The podcast that has conversations that wanted to ask We're your hosts, Talai and Elian.
0: Hi, welcome to today's episode We were talking about women in STEM And today we have
2: Hi, uh, Samina here I'm um, currently doing my LLB
3: roles And I'm a physics student Hi, my name is Sandra Barasa and I'm also in
1: A-Levels and I'm also taking physics. Mm-hmm. Um, so to begin, we just have like a few icebreaker questions to kind <laughs> of ease into. Mm-hmm. And um, the first one is... Which female mathematician calculated the trajectory of the Apollo 11? The past moon landing. <laughs> Hidden Figures, the movie... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember <laughs> her name. I'm like, that girl from
3: Hidden Figures. I can't remember her <laughs> name. I'll be like... Okay. Katherine. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> exactly. I
2: should have just said it. I am like, oh, it's not the name. No way. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: The next question is, how many women today have received a Nobel Prize in science? Um,
3: 20?
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's it's, it's okay. actually
0: 20. <laughs> 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 Running on the theme of... Women winning Nobel Prizes, how many women have won physics Nobel Prizes? Mm-hmm.
2: Could I give a range? Okay. A range,
1: uh, yeah. Say roughly um, okay. 10. 10 to 12. 10 mm. to 12, okay. About 5. Wow. I see. What 4? We actually a 4. Well, in comparison to men, are 212. Um, really? 212, yeah. imagine.
2: And this is dated from the year.
1: Since um, actually what 1901 to 2020. Wow yeah no, it's, it,
3: it's
0: crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um and the last question is who was the first woman to win a Nobel Prize? If you you guys don't get this, um, I'm a bit am a bit ashamed. Because... I like I'm gonna
3: delay so that you think I don't know. <laughs> yeah no you are out you are out please. please. No Let's but I like, I was researching about Helen Olympia, so mm-hmm. I know. Today, like I just touched a her in Alicia Okay uh-huh. Her name. name Marie Curie
1: Yeah, Yay, exactly, okay. it's Marie Curie wow. <laughs> She was the first woman to actually receive one Marie Curie mm-hmm. Yeah and and she I think she's the only one she, wow. And wow. wow And she's the only one who's received two Yeah, yeah. Chemistry and Physics yeah. Yeah. In different fields Two in different fields Yeah, in different fields So yeah, those are the icebreakers Now we're going to the actual topic. topic Yeah So the first question do you feel, as a woman in STEM, your intelligence or your knowledge on the subjects is always challenged?
2: I'd say, of course, because mm-hmm. my main motive behind undertaking a STEM-based career or path was to challenge myself and to grow into the best version of myself. I mean, if my male counterparts or the male gender believes that they have the potential, mm-hmm. then so do I. I believe I'm competent enough.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. because okay as now in a level yeah, I'm taking physics and chemistry mm-hmm. like I'm learning so many things and every day I get to learn something different and it's like I never knew this or let's say I knew this but only this percentage and it's just like it's really it's really intriguing yeah, yeah do you yeah.
0: think like as a girl when you walk into like a, a science class you have to prove to people consistently that I am smart I know what I'm saying I know like, what I'm doing yeah, yeah. Ah!
2: to an
3: accident! <laughs> <laughs> we're the only two female students. But then, yeah. when we like, we were a good
1: number of yeah, girls, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Then click the
3: pressure to try and prove sure.
1: yourself. Yeah. yeah, but now, like, as girls said, leaving and only two of you yeah. are left. Yeah. It came up. How do you think you're challenged? Like, how do you
0: think you have to prove yourself in physics? And do you think it's like, you can, it's from outside, like external factors that make you feel like you have to prove yourself or it's like internally you have to be, internally keep telling yourself I have to prove, <laughs> that I'm smarter
3: I'd say it's more of internally rather than externally because, mm-hmm. okay, with the subjects that I've picked like all the subjects that I take like chemistry, mechanics, physics and IT always feel like I have to just prove I, I can handle all of them like it's yeah. not too much for me to bear, you get mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say it's more of internal than external.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the second question is, so according to iResearchNet, role models are defined as exemplary figures offering essential clues to identity and career achievement. Knowing and looking at the statistics in women, women make up only 28% of the STEM industry. industry. Yeah. And like if you break it out further, Black Black women make up 2.9. So did you find it hard to find role models in STEM? and on top of that, knowing that like how like it's based on the definition of role models, do you think it affected how you chose your career path?
2: Um, well, you guys just enlightened me about the you know former women who did who are computer science pioneers or like physicists mm-hmm. like Marie Curie, and there's also Katherine Johnson. Yeah. Well, most of these women are from decades ago, mm, but true. recently I don't really know of women who undertake the same career path. So I find it very inspiring that in the past, uh, things were not the same as now, but I find it inspiring that they were still trying to engage in the STEM careers, and despite the scarcity of the women in this field. So I was greatly moved by this, and I chose to also undertake the same field. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, For me, I'd say that I did find it hard to find role models in STEM. Uh, especially when I was searching about astrophysicists and I was looking for female astrophysicists the number was, like the number of females was less compared to the number of men and I was just wondering and most of the ones that they were talking about were from a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, like let's say the lady who started looking at the screen stars and it was just like, why well, are there not so many girls out there? Uh, but I was lucky to find one lady from Uh, who's an astrophysicist, she's called Dr. Becky and just listening to her, her enthusiasm about astrophysics just made me want to get into that field even
2: more.
3: Mm -hmm. Do you find it
0: hard to envision yourself in a STEM career when you don't really see someone that looks like you? Like, leave alone being a woman, but also being a black woman, you don't really see black women doing STEM. So, do you find it hard to envision yourself in a STEM career? And did it affect your decision on choosing a STEM career?
3: I mean, for me, I'd say it like encouraged me because I'm all the person who likes to break boundaries and no, be like the first person. To <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> <So> he, like <laughs> see that, I'm like, yes, yeah, so I want to be the first one. Yeah. So yeah. It's, like, it's encouraged me more than demoralizing. You? Okay. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's kind of different. I think it's kind of demoralizing because you know, I don't know what to
2: really expect. I yeah. go out into the world and I find it really noble mm-hmm. not to have anyone to look up to. Um, Although I would like to obviously give it a try, mm-hmm. yeah, so not completely demoralized,
0: but yeah. Yeah. Do you think, like, for a fact that like, if they saw more people like you, it would, it would... Yeah, of course, it
2: would, like, boost my confidence. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, like, go into the field without having to think twice, because other people who mm-hmm. are exactly like me have done it before, but now, <laughs> I already <don't>
1: know, <laughs> something yeah. debatable in my in 2018, the National Academics of Science, Engineering and Medicine released a report on sexual harassment in STEM where they found 50% of women had experienced sexual harassment. And do these statistics surprise you? Yeah. I'd say yeah. You say yeah? I'd <laughs> say no. No? Because <laughs> even
2: out of like the STEM careers, it doesn't have to be like uh, within this field, women
3: actually experience that. So I'm not quite surprised. Yeah, surprised.
0: <laughs> yes. yeah. Why well, you say you're surprised, Sandra?
3: 'Cause I mean, I know about it like on the streets, let's say when you're working, but yeah. then I wouldn't think it'd be in an environment where people are supposed to be intellectuals, like you're supposed mm. to be smarter than mm-hmm. that. So yeah. it's really shocking for me to see that. And
0: true. like on that, do you think do you worry about like knowing that's a autistic, do you worry about there's a high chance that you may face, face sexual harassment? By the way, never divided because I feel like people don't really <laughs> grasp. Um, so I L O defines sexual harassment as a sex-based behaviour that is unwelcome and is offensive to its recipient. For sexual harassment to exist, there need to
1: be two conditions. To be present, sexual harassment must be formal.
0: Quid pro quo,
1: yeah. uh, when a job benefits such as the pay rise of promotion or even continued employment is made conditional on the victim um, acceding to demands to engage in some form of sexual behaviour. Secondly, it's a hostile working hostile environment in which the conduct creates conditions
0: that are intimidating or humiliating for the victim. So just basically, someone's doing some sexual behavior you're feeling comfortable by it so it
2: doesn't necessarily have to be sexual harassment it can be harassment of any kind
1: from so it has to be a sexual behavior that's oh. invasive that's not the word. Mm-hmm. like unnecessary close proximity touching you um mm-hmm. <laughs> comments yeah.
0: yeah yeah so just knowing that and there's a ha- and looking at the statistics and the definition do you worry about do you ever think about how you might face this? Like, it's a high possibility that you might face this and do you ever think about how much going to deal with it when it comes? <laughs>
2: I mean, yes, definitely. Oh, because women before me in the same period paths have faced the same thing. So I don't really know what would make me different. Also, it's not really about just the women, but also the, the like, the scarcity of women in these workplaces. And they're more men and they feel that they're, like, you know, they're more entitled. Mm. to rule over and take over and obviously yeah you said there's some kind of humiliation or where they feel oh and intimidating you yeah, yeah. so that would definitely be present and where they make you do like soft skill jobs you know mm-hmm. oh get me a cup of coffee uh, while, yeah. I- <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> while i get oh, this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Like, what makes you think you're better than me when i'm I am probably better than you, or oh, we have the same level of yeah. intelligence, you know, in the field. Like I'm here. Or experience, yeah. yeah. yeah like oh, experience. Well, why why don't you declutter your desk? I've seen yeah. women going through the same yeah. thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, gosh.
1: Would you like to add
3: something? I think it's
1: would <laughs> say Something close to that but not exactly the same is how women are sometimes excluded because of what you just said about not being viewed as intelligent enough to actually do the task at hand. This can be in the whole, like, you're in a project or the, maybe, male-dominated, and they might leave you out of emails, they might not give you much information on the project, or they'll give you, like, a simpler task.
2: Or even steal your ideas.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, uh, exactly, yeah. like, they take ideas and say, oh, this is, I came up with this, but no! Like, <laughs> we did put any effort, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: like, you Never Have I Remember you told me about, like, have you guys put Never Have an Ever? Yeah, Devi's cousin. Yeah. yeah! Exactly! Oh! What? oh Why? What well, I found this thing, like, it was my discovery, then mm-hmm. like, just just, pushed me aside and gave me an interview with the head of the um, lab, and that, but that's enough. She was smarter than probably all of them combined. Yeah,
1: true. But the oh fact gosh. that she had to conform to like, trying to see what they like so they can af- accept, her accept her or bring yeah, her yeah, into the projects. So I think to start doing those cosplay films, I But that's an issue where the woman has to go out of her way. I have to please with this money yeah. so I can actually be part of this and do what I actually have to be doing instead. Like, even like her first day when, when she went there and like the guy just dropped the what's it called? I didn't do physics. The baker?
2: Do, the baker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't do
0: sciences anymore. And then he's like, okay, job. Like, clean it up. Oh, I came here, I have a degree, that's why. I, oh, I'm doing something. She was getting a PhD, I think. Yeah. I have a PhD, I'm getting a PhD, so I'm qualified. But you're treating me like I'm below you what?
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So what would you do if you're in that position? Yeah
3: um. You know it's hard to say from the outside Because yeah. when you're outside it's easier to just think I'll walk out But once yeah. you're in that position you're like I actually really want to be in this position and to do all of this Yeah So you'd be willing to Make a few adjustments To how you carry yourself so that they can accept you mm. But Personally I wouldn't say that I would make adjustments for someone else because I believe that my intelligence is enough. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'd like to add on what you said. It's true that you don't
2: really have <clears throat> experience in the workplace and out there, but then... I'd be willing to make a few sacrifices here and there, but then if it would get too much, I, of course, would not tolerate it. No matter how much I'm passionate <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, staying same career, I just, I wouldn't tolerate that. That is dis- very disrespectful. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then again, you're helpless. Yeah.
0: The next question is do you think it's fair or we should warn um girls who are in high school about how difficult the stem career path might be mm-hmm. okay going back let's go back um to a step for you guys like even doing a level subjects you know in year 11 how we do selection you yeah. think we should warn girls that like if you do sciences in your a levels expect this not like Educational wise But like As a girl Expect this is than this And you should Be okay with it Do you think We should have That talk mm-hmm.
3: I mean It's good to tell People about What's coming ahead So that they Wouldn't get Shocked once they're Done Yeah But don't Terrify them And yeah. scare <laughs> them Away from the subject yeah. Because I believe That as time goes by People are becoming More aware So like There's a higher Chance of them Facing a different um, Situation than Someone who was There 50 years ago Yeah mm-hmm. So you don't Scare them But you just Give them a picture of what it's gonna be like.
0: Mm-hmm. What would you say? What you what would you tell them?
3: Uh,
2: you should definitely
0: pick mathematics, you should definitely pick
2: physics, you should definitely pick mm. ICT. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave them behind if it's what you really like and if you did it in all levels you don't have to step back in L levels just because the number of girls
0: who are doing it could be fewer. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah that's what I would tell
0: them. And lastly would you like a warning like Right before you go to college, building a STEM degree, someone telling you this is what you should expect, like guys would pass you over in class or would think you're
1: that smart. Would yeah. I like to be one? Yeah. Yeah, of
2: course. I would like to know what's ahead and what to expect and what's different mm-hmm. from being
1: here. I think at that point I'll need a support system mm-hmm. or have someone else who's in the same field but in a higher position to tell me, this is what you can do to make, make the situation better. Okay, so moving on. Um, A study showed as when a group of children are told to draw a mathematician, they were twice likely to draw a man. This shows evidence on how most people unconsciously think of STEM as a male industry, naturally. When growing and thinking about science, did you have the same bias and does this bias affect you when you're choosing a career in STEM? Um,
2: I have to totally agree with you because most people either picture a guy in a hoodie like Zuckerberg or a guy in a suit in front of a computer sitting there for probably 18 hours a day. It barely comes to their mind that the STEM field can also consist of women, a woman in a suit or like a lady for that mm. matter. So, growing up, my father had advised me to always reach out uh, for what I believe my voc- vocation would be and this helped me change the same bias that mm. I shared of thinking that STEM careers only consist of men and since i took a very firm interest in stem subjects, i went for it and i barely feel threatened thinking that the career i chose is male-dominated mm-hmm. and this shouldn't like reduce my gravitation towards uh the stem based careers like at all
3: mm-hmm. yeah I like that perspective <laughs> i love it uh you see this question about when growing up and thinking about science did you have the same bias i'd say yeah, yeah. Mm. because growing up when you think about science, you have all the famous names are like Albert Einstein or yeah, Nikola yeah. Tesla. Like it's all men. Thomas Edison. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's so hard to find a woman. Like it wasn't until, uh, let's say about year ten chemistry mm. that I learnt about Marie Curie, and mm. I was like, where has she been all these years? <laughs> because <laughs> it's like they never talk about women yeah. in science, True. and that can be really, really demoralising at first. But then it just depends with how you are. Mm. Because mm. growing up, my dad would always be like, "Sandy, you're going to be an engineer. So I always just felt like I can. Like, yeah, you don't do things, I really want to do things with STEM. So I just feel like learning about it just motivates me more to just go further and mm-hmm. make a voice for other women. Exactly.
2: It doesn't have to be gender-based. Yeah. yeah.
0: Also, I think it's growing up and thinking about sciences, like the small things also cha- change your mindset about things. So like, whenever they talk about a scientist, they don't know the name, nothing. They always use the pronoun he. Like, yeah, why? Uh, true, true. why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Like, it can be math or like anything that's STEM related, they always use the word he. And then, when it's humanities, history, it was a, it was a she. Yeah. So, it was like, and then it was like, if it was a guy in history talking about something, it would be like a shock to the teacher. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's because, yeah. like, when I was growing up and just thinking about STEM, I just thought generally, maybe just I like, think for girls mm. but like also reading for this podcast I realised we have such unconscious biases towards them as women mm. we're tortured so like for example where men are better in masks than masculine girls that is a lie we are actually equal yeah. <laughs> like statistically speaking I think we women are better by 4% that can be a margin of error but the simple fact that I grew up thinking that was correct mm. is mad like yeah. <laughs> and I think it's it's just like thinking about your hurry and, and not first thinking as to gender could be accepted because from the beginning it's not like something that's either gendered towards you or like right. shown towards you or gender mm-hmm. neutral it's a lot it's a process. No, okay. a you know
2: growing up like as a girl when they see that you're really performing well in the same mathematics or physics i always i always hear the common phrase oh you can be the next Albert oh, but Angster, <laughs> yeah. like, I-, I barely oh, hear anyone gosh. say you can be the, the next, next catherine yeah
0: I also that we just know so simple names, we know, we know Marie Curie, Katherine Johnson, who else? Exactly. Who it's else? tough now. It's tough. Yeah, but like, we don't guys... know any recent ones right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> guys, That's you perfect. can say over and <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, you can say over and over and over again, like it's ingrained in us. Mm. Yeah. What careers do you guys want to do in STEM? considering a lot,
2: like I'm considering uh, aerospace engineering, mechanical mm-hmm. engineering, mm-hmm. or
3: software engineering. And lastly, financial analysis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking of astrophysicists and just theoretical physicists. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. um, I'm yet to decide. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: okay. I just might pick physics again in college. Okay, we'll get back
2: to it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to to back thank to you weeks. for being the other female student in yeah. class. <laughs> <laughs> I look up the desk, I see all guys all yeah, behind me, true. there's a male student in front of me, beside me. And then I look ahead and I see Sandra and I'm like, wow, thank you very much for yeah, being I here. It was
3: good. You can imagine, like, last week when she wasn't in class, I was oh, just sitting there oh, so with so boys. <laughs> I saw the picture someone walking outside thinking, this girl is so strong. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to mm-hmm. And then I'm like, my friend is not here. Like, I'm just... <laughs> just to keep calm, yeah. like when will she get back? Because it's like, you know, just having someone else there mm-hmm. just makes you feel comfortable because exactly. you know, I'm not getting through this alone well. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. Do
3: you,
0: which, the schools you want to apply to, are they like top STEM schools? Um, yeah. Yes. Mm. I'm guessing. Do you think that's, you think, do you find it like intimidating? Not intimidating, but like hard to apply to those schools when it's like, it's really male dominated and then it's a like, top school. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Wait, could I say something about that? Yeah. I think it's actually quite the opposite, because they're trying, you know how we're really trying to get more women into STEM. So yeah. universities are actually looking for women yeah. who are who want to venture into such fields. So I don't, okay, it might, on a personal level, it might be intimidating for someone, but I feel like universities right now are trying to change. the whole issue the system system. system.
0: they're trying to to change it on a personal level like this like as a person like it's like i want to go to MIT i want to go to georgetown i want to go to oxford is that intimidating Mm. kind of intimidating
3: when i think about applying to like MIT yeah Mm. because MIT let's say you do something with astrophysics yeah once you get out of MIT, they are really connected with NASA. Yeah. So, like, mm. once you get out of MIT doing astrophysics, there's a higher chance of you getting an internship in NASA. Yeah. yeah. But then the thing is, if you're in class, and there are many people, and let's say it's yeah. boys, and it's not like, in NASA, even when they're picking people, they usually tend to pick more boys. Because, really like, more? even in NASA, there are more boys. When they pick people who go out to space, it's usually more males than females. So it's kind of... Um, scary to think about being in that situation mm-hmm. of not getting picked because of my gender, mm-hmm. but no, push them regardless. Yeah, <laughs> <and get> <laughs> I mean, I'm not
2: really sure, but I want to apply to yeah. But I mean, um, okay, the thought of it is really scary. You know, applying, uh, being admitted into university, just like male with you know yeah. full of like male students. But I mean, I chose this. I chose this consciously because mm. <laughs> I want to break like the stereotype like yeah. you know oh an engineer must be a guy like yeah. yeah and I'd also like to encourage more
0: girls yeah more female students
2: maybe become
1: the role model <laughs> <thing. Yeah.
0: laughs> I really mean, like put your names down like see yeah. like, how in this yes I can do too. So, yeah like they see you they see themselves in you yeah, yeah that's all I have to say yeah I just wanna say I love how y'all think about stem. Mm. <laughs> like your mindset to what it is is like, everything. It's progressive. It's, it's progressive. like to see it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're such liberal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very
1: much. So yeah. Anything you guys would like to add on, comments?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you, for being in
0: our podcast and like just Educating me on, like, the perspective of STEM. So, I feel like I'm, like, very much removed from sciences. But,
1: yeah. Thank you for being in our podcast. Thank you for coming and talking. Yeah. Yeah. To wrap up today's episode on women in STEM, this time we have two affirmations. The first one is, science is not a boy's game. It's not a girl's game. It's everyone's game. It's about where we are and where we are going. This is by Nichelle Nicholas, who was a former NASA ambassador. And um, she basically helped recruit more women and people of color for NASA's astronaut program. The second one comes from Mae Jeminson, who was the first black woman to ever go into space. And she says, Don't let anyone rob you of your imagination, your creativity or your curiosity it's your place in the world it's your life go on and do all you can with it and make it the life that you want to live um <laughs> also if by any chance you haven't watched hidden figures are like i think came out around in 2017 we'll recommend that you do to you know, just get that extra inspiration i've also linked a quick for me animation video about um, remarkable women other than Marie curie such as rosalind franklin they all made vital discoveries that push science to where we are today so don't forget to check the description for that and um, we're happy you tuned in to today's episode thank you so much for your time and have an amazing week ahead